Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm joined, as always, by my Wearing Our Merch co-host, Alexander Voltz. Say hello. Hello. I feel like I've aged 100 years. You have. You have, yeah. and I have, and we have. This is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. That's a new uh, discography per episode. And today, we'll be discussing every, every album by... Porcupine Tree. Hey, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Our buddy Matt, not our buddy Matt, not Berlinski, who was on no. our Danzig and Slayer yes. episodes. He this would he would never do this to us. Probably not. <laughs> this is a Patreon requested episode by Matt. Thank you so much for supporting us and, and, and allowing us to do what we do, even if you did this to us. By the way, we don't hate you. I don't hate you at least. But my God. I knew what I knew what I was getting into. I just I didn't. I didn't. Dude, I didn't. I, I just wasn't expecting it to destroy me like this. Dude, this is not only like it's not just him. People wanted this episode. Oh, this is like uh, yeah. This is a beloved band. And I'm sorry, folks. You might want to leave now. Watch out, cocktail twins. Cocktail. <laughs> Cock, cockatoo. Watch out, cocktail twin fans porcupine tree fans this is not gonna hate us they're not this is not an episode for fans of this band and i listen i'm i i went in as open-minded as i could i came out as open-minded as i i believe i am i like stuff here i like a lot of stuff here there's a lot of stuff here so therefore stuff here there was a lot of stuff i don't like there's so much i don't like i hate this band but there's i hate this band i can't it's it's always why I say I like prog rock, but with an asterisk by it. This is the side of prog rock I fucking hate. This is the side of prog rock that I never touched because mm-hmm. I never considered it. And like in my my weird hypocritical brain, it's not like it doesn't even consider it prog rock because when I think prog rock, I think of really complex strong song structures and a lot of wackadoo stuff. Mm-hmm. There is wackadoo stuff here, and it's not simple. There's complex stuff here, but it's way more long and dramatic than it is. I feel like a, a complex music writing. <laughs> this is there up there with Dream Theater for me, and why I was like so hesitant to get into Rush. Uh and even still not in a rush by the way there's i guess you know maybe one day that'll be a thing we talk about for sure for sure um rush i have more complicated feelings but this is just like i can't believe one it only appeals to people who play instruments i don't know if that's true because they're wildly popular they're like very popular (laughs) there's a lot of people who play instruments you're right i play instruments i don't like (laughs) if there are women who like this group it's only because their boyfriend likes it like oh i want someone to disagree with them i want someone to prove me prove prove me wrong please prove them wrong prove me wrong let them have it in the comments please yes and i say that as someone who likes a lot of like male centric music love a good dick yes yes um and then my third gripe with this type of music is I can't believe there are people who play instruments, you know, purists who will shit on pop artists for being overproduced. Oh, yeah. It sounds too clean. Yeah. This is the squeakiest clean. Very squeaky clean. For, I mean, at, at a certain point, it becomes that. Before that, it's not. Yeah. It's just like... 
It's too sterile for me. There, it, it's like robots made it. A lot of it is like that, but the the only thing that was consistent, like I said, like but that starts at a certain album. I mm-hmm. think before that, it, think- it's very all over the place. But at a certain album, it becomes that very, very, very clean thing. And but the only thing consistent throughout the rest of the discography that I, that gave me that feeling were the vocals. I, it's the- specifically the vocal harmonies. Mm-hmm. I. Mm-hmm hate i hate them they remind me of like that that christmas moody blues album they remind me of, of christian yeah. rock where it's 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 almost like um crosby stills nash type of vocal harmonies was, but but even more like I was, more than that i was because like crosby stills and nash not my favorite but you know they have some good songs yeah for sure that feels like people writing music like there's imperfections right Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, Well, yeah. And, and this is just like, hey, uh, Alexa, do your best Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Uh, and it's just too fucking clean. Uh, it's too clean. I, I, That's the thing. It's, like, it's a weird complaint because I like clean, but I also like really, really, really not clean. Yeah, let me, let me clarify. Like, I have no problem with, like, clean singing where you can understand no i know i I know i mean i mean the the presentation the 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 style the the actual production itself Mm -hmm. uh it does get it 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 is a little ai-e you know it is a that's ultimately not my main problem with it it's like it's fucking clean and it is a little not my my brand it's also and the writing also oh man some of these lyrics I don't give a fuck with lyrics i mean like the songwriting like the actual music it's just it's so it's not that it's regular predictable because predictable is, is like oh these are four chords i can predict mm. everything that's going to happen after this this is oh i've heard this type of thing and the whole album is going to be moody just like this song and it usually is this is just four or five guys or however. it's mostly it's mostly the main guy steve wilson it's a steve wilson jerking off for an hour <laughs> or two hours and <laughs> recording it into a microphone and then people are going to be like oh but you like the mars well, well fuck you i don't, I don't like the mars uh, well, yeah. so i can agree with that and, uh, be, yeah. and still be consistent but also uh also like omar records his solo albums where that's just like very much is like just regurgitating what comes out of his fingertips and and uh-huh. on his guitar and you don't have to listen to them he doesn't do that on the Mars Volta records. And I, I think, I think there's an argument that he does because I, again, I'm not a huge Mars Volta guy and there's a lot of problems with those albums. Yeah. Yeah. And but the, thing either, is, is the way. same way, the same way fans of this band will completely disregard our criticism of this. Dude, like, I, yeah, I don't like, yeah. When I got into drums, I just also j- jazz fusion shit. Can this go get fucked? <laughs> like, <laughs> It's one of the worst genres ever. And wait, wait, what about fused with something else though? Fused with something good. Well, I think like fusion is this like its own. Oh, you mean that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's like this. Isn't that this is this is way? No, there's like jazz fusion there's, shit. There's in stuff. Here. Yeah, I'm saying this, it doesn't just tackle one thing. Like I don't want to give people the impression that this is this band is the same from album one to album 11 oh no like no they go through wild changes like in like unrecognizable changes except for the guy's voice and the the solo wing basically mm-hmm. he always has this very blowhardy style i i think it's fine i don't mm-hmm. hate the style at all but it is very uh heavy-handed uh part of the point i guess because 
a lot of soloing and it, a lot of these, you know, 15, 20 minute songs end up being so much of just soloing over ambience and like this kind of forgettable jazz line or edgy, edgy acoustic melody. Uh, but there is still, I'm tired already. Oh, uh, you, we haven't even started yeah, baby. No, oh, we got no. so much to cover. Oh, uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> so my favorite part about this point in the, in the episode mm-hmm. is that anybody who doesn't like this band is already super on board. <laughs> they have to be super duper on board with what we're talking about. We're, we're, we're going to like, like I, when I got into drumming, drummers love this type of shit. They fucking love this type of music. They love like the dream theater shit. And like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get it. Like, yeah, they, they're the most like, uber serious like oh fucking music is this and it's not that and it's just the fucking worst so anybody super opinionated with music can go blow themselves and uh, people might think we're super opinionated we're actually not we we like we just has how we feel when we heard the thing we're just saying it on camera doesn't mean you're also also yeah if you want to talk shit about my favorite bands Go right dude, ahead. We have so much evidence. We listen to dumb fucking music, dude. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> but uh, but let- this is also my brand of the worst music ever. Like parts of this, I think is like the worst thing ever. Uh, parts of it, like I, I, I can imagine myself going back to and I actually enjoyed and certain stuff like I didn't expect her to hit as hard. I'm like, man, that's actually really fucking creative. But other parts like who the fuck did this? Why does this exist? This is insane. Mm-hmm. Also, it's too damn. I don't think anyone any the the rate at which these albums came out is like. I don't think anyone's that creative, even if it was like a style of music I like. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a self sustaining. I don't know, man. ELO did it for a long fucking time. Uh, they fell off though. They they did fall off, but look at how long before they did. Fugazi. Yeah. They were Cal- dropping every year exactly. or they, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there there is examples of this is cuz I don't know exactly cuz I've never spoken to a, a fan of these guys. I don't know exactly how they feel about all these albums individually. I imagine some of the more egregious albums are like, "Okay, well I'm not going to get behind that one." But then again, I don't know. No, I think these people are like fish fans. I think they love are Ever- Grateful Dead fans? Oh yeah, I think come they at love- us, dude. They fucking suck. Sorry. I think they love every everything, start to finish, future. Uh, I hope not. I hope not for the sake of our society, you know, as a whole, and for my safety as a human being. Because don't fucking shoot me for not liking these music. It was funny. I would see like their album covers, um, uh-huh. two albums specifically. I'm like, oh, this must be cool. And then I checked it out. I was like, this is not fucking cool, dude. You mean fish or porcupine uh, tree? Pork tree? I think they have some of the best album covers. I think I've like, I've seen in a while. Like, yeah. I, I love their album covers. I think mm-hmm. they're super inventive. And I usually don't like. I don't like. I'm usually less enthusiastic about photography based or mm-hmm. or uh, like collage based covers. Um, I'm I'm a big uh, big into you know actual art. Illust- illustrations yeah. art or that kind of art anyway paintings and whatnot. Uh, but these are interesting photos like or interesting also you left out random random cramp uh, cramps random covers listen man (laughs) it's that slapsticky b b fucking uh stripper stuff it's it's neat (laughs) i'm not perfect fuck you guys but (laughs) this is gonna be a a big ass episode so let's go a brief uh history of uh old steven wilson uh formed 
1987, that's as old as I am, inspired by psychedelic and prog rock bands of like the 60s, 70s. Uh, Steve Wilson uh, kind of started this as a joke with his friend, who I wrote down as friend later. Uh, and anyways, it was like kind of like a Metalocalypse death clock thing where they just wrote this like fictional band in this fictional history. I did to- not know that to kind of like entertain themselves and then um and then he would record like a demo called tarquin sea farm which is like the first type of music um or porky porcupine tree mm-hmm. music a lot of these songs would appear on the first album which is why we're not talking about it also i'm fucking exhausted there's a lot of albums um yeah. And then, yeah, so he had, Steve Wilson was in another band called No Man, and then, so that was, like, his priority, and this was more of, like, a jokey side project Mm -hmm. thing, but it caught the ear of rock writer Richard Allen, and that led to uh, Porcupine Tree getting signed to a uh, a label called Delirium, Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, that leads us into... actual discography yeah so before we we start uh they announced a new album mm-hmm. that's going to be coming out 2022 uh obviously that is not at the moment of this recording but this was requested ahead of time matt did send a message like ah shit like they did mm-hmm. i mean uh I don't know, but it doesn't matter we'll do loose ends on, uh, on it when it comes out uh, whether we like it or not and uh see motherfuckers hold on i'd have to uh I have to look when we would into the future because I, I think it comes out June. Is it June? 26. So see you motherfuckers. June 24th. Yeah. 2022. See you motherfuckers. June 28th. 20. Yeah, pretty much. We'll be doing it pretty much immediately after set a reminder. Yeah. Uh, but in their continuing uh, career, they have a, uh, well, we're covering 10 albums in one EP. Uh, there's, I think, seven EPs total, but only one of them has completely original songs, which is why we're covering that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, first album came out in 1992. Last one, as of now, 2009. So, are we ready? Ye- yes. Yes. Hell yes. Yeah. So, this is 1992's On the Sunday of Life. Also, if this is a boring... Skip, skip, skip the first track. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I fucking meant to... Um... Time stamp it. Here we go. So that right there, my friend, is what you call a drum machine. Sounds real awful. Sure does. The whole album. In fact, this song, I think, is pretty bad. Song. Uh, Lord, one, one little okay. thing. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe. There we go. Um... Fuck. So, out the gate, he's on this album only, and on this song you hear his vocals are pitch shifted, just like Ween, if Ween didn't have any talent. Yes, this is the, like, trying to channel... 
that like 60s psychedelia, but it sounds like bad crowd horror. Actually, I didn't even think of that. It does sound like bad crowd horror. It's also extremely amateurish. It sounds like, oh, this was clearly recorded in his bedroom. Yes, like, I mean, yes. Plenty of good things are, but you don't want to. You don't want to tell. You don't want to be able to tell that. Yes. Um, I feel like the actual like. Idea of the song isn't bad. It's just the way it's executed. And the way it fucking sounds. Yeah, it sounds. Because arguably, this is a fucking Tame Paula song. Like, interesting. Um. Oh shit! Sorry, yeah. I thought you were all the way down. Um. Uh. So I. I hate this album. I fucking hate this album. I hate most of these albums. I, I truly, truly hate this album, and I can't give it worst or least favorite. Yeah. I, that's that's a little bit of a, a, a heads up, because I really... This was such a strange introduction, because mm-hmm. no other album sounds like this. Mm-hmm. Not even a little bit. Not even the next one, yeah. Not even the next one. And it's so long, and it's such it's such the worst introduction for a band. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 exercising listening to this. I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do? I have nine more albums. I'm sorry, ten more albums yeah. after this. What the fuck am I gonna do? And so I'm I'm grasping at straws. Like, what do I like here? And I I after I don't know if I listened to this two or three times. I think two. Um, it's too too many. I know because some of them I went back to <laughs> multiple, so I can kind of understand. Uh, there is stuff I actually enjoy here. It's just so sparse, and it's such a long album. By the way, every album is Fucking, super long. I think the shortest album is like fifty minutes. Shortest somewhere. one's like forty minutes. It says next the next oh, album. Okay. But after that, it, it was fifty, and then everything else is like an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, there's so much on here that I to find the good, you really have to re- either really pay attention or skip around because holy god, dude! Uh, I think the best song is what nine cats i didn't like that one and, and it, here's the thing the intro i think is like i was like fuck yeah finally something i can get behind something kind of well written and then all the instruments come in and it's just worse yeah like, i've never heard in at least not i can't give you a specific example of a band where they sound worse with more instruments coming in like this album is not not the whole discography this album yeah as soon as more instruments come in it ruins the song every <laughs> song also because you know it's all the lyrics are really fucking like oh you mean space transmission that fucking abomination i was gonna say nine cats though it, i was paying attention i wonder if they wanted to call it like talk about like oh well nine cats is like 81 lives so like th- these are the conversations i'm sure they have maybe I, I, or I found, he has with i found himself. yeah this is him by himself i'm assuming uh i think my favorite which is a stretch radioactive toy. toy i knew you were gonna say that i hate it it's uh, uh it's not it's better than a lot of the songs but i think it's poorly written and it's so goddamn long 10 minutes it's 10 yeah. minutes for no reason it's, it's i'm going real loose with this description it's kind of like if king crimson dabbled in trip hop a little bit <laughs> i don't know i don't know i haven't listened enough of either yeah <laughs> although um, i do well, the bits the the what well, i like of king crimson well, is definitely not well that. apparently his other band no man does like trip hop stuff and i was like do i want do I want to check that out? You don't. I don't no, do. probably not. The thing is, so 
even even this early, there's a lot of experiment. Uh, sorry, uh, electronic elements, and uh, that's something that he, he does a lot throughout mm-hmm. the discography. Uh, but which also little bit of a spoiler alert he does not get good with electronics until like the, the last album the later yes i disagree because i i, I still I, I agree that he's it's really good at the end yeah like, it's like oh this is fully fleshed out yeah. i still like a lot of electronic stuff i think it's it took, it's goofy but I, I enjoy it it took me a while to get on board with the electronic stuff it's it's, d- it's it, dated even for this year's standards or like you know 90s mid 90s standards most dated song on the album it will rain for whatever. What what's that last track? Oh, it will rain for a million years. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I fucking hate it. It's extremely long. It's, it's very new agey. Well, no, not the the song before is new agey. I like that one. The long silence or this long uh, silence. Or, sorry, I got my notes mixed. Uh, and the and the shallows. When is that? That oh, one. and the shallows dance above the sun. Yeah, that one is very like new age. It is, but I I, I think it's one of the better ones uh, there, relatively. But but uh, it will rain. Um, Jesus Christ! You know when you're watching like Lethal Weapon and it's like <laughs> like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like in like a sincere part of the movie, like shit yeah. is just like hit the fan and they hit like that's what that's it's so- funny how I only know exactly what you're talking about because of the parody from It's Always Sunny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I yeah. Uh I don't mind it so much. It's it's obviously way too long. A lot of things here are way some, too long. Some Native American stuff thrown in there. Yeah, there's too. a lot of tribal drums to it. Uh I didn't mind it so much. It, it, but again, grasping at straws by the end of the album. The the number one egregious ruining of everything element is 100% the drums mm-hmm. it's a drum machine but it's not even it's not even attempted to be mixed in a way that's not just a fucking loud ass drum machine yes. right like every song it ruins every song <laughs> like I've the, the funniest slash worst song on I say it is Lytton Samuel Dawson the, it's the, I don't even understand it's gotta be a joke it has to be a joke I mean yeah because um these are like the songs he that's did right as a, that's right it sounds like Tim and Eric doing a rush song what it is is just shitty ween because ween did a lot of that stuff with the the high the spin mm-hmm. up vocals and drum machines and kind of like and the silly songs but they're great songwriters like they they and they're well, also very really funny guys well ween kind of is like the Tim and Eric of of music it, well they are sometimes uh, and then, yeah, they, then they also like put out a sincere album and it's just brilliant yeah, like, yeah. Uh, we'll cover ween soon don't worry but th- that is just w- w- like bad ween and it bad ween is like really really bad <laughs> it's yes. just really fucking bad holy shit and that was like the final straw for me that song i was like i, I can't fucking take this like oh my god i was not totally uh like turned off by I mean, I'm like, that's not good, but it didn't, it didn't drive me crazy. It drove me crazy because the things I liked end up liking the most are the atmospheric stuff, which is not a thing I usually like in music. I usually like writing and the song and the composition. So when I'm like, oh, it has a good vibe to it, but I hate the music. That's not a good sign. Mm -hmm. So like the title track, I thought it's actually quite beautiful. It felt like a film score. It has that atmosphere, the atmosphere to it. Uh, But I mean, that's not really a song. It's not exactly a song. It's like a this weird clarinet thing, and then it has a drum solo at the end. It's not. A, it's not. Yeah. Really, you know, it's so weird too that I would not like listen to this uh, and like 
oh, like this is psychedelic. I can like hear the influence, mm-hmm. but also I don't know. Once you've like once you've gone like Hawkwind, there's just this this pussy shit. Like, well, this I don't even feel is fair to compare it to anything uh, like legitimate because it's it's extremely this album specifically the first four albums or whatever they're extremely ambitious but without the experience to back it up without the mm-hmm. songwriting chops to back it up he's clearly a great player he's clearly he's already a good guitar player at this point but it's underdeveloped it's amateurs it's got big dreams baby but it's fucking going nowhere at least this album because holy shit clearly there was a uh, he reoriented after this one to he, something a little different yes to like maybe real music uh, well i hesitate to even call it that i would but. call it real music i wouldn't call i call this just a dude in his garage just fucking around like uh. it feels like more than anything sorry we hate it but whatever i can't imagine this is that fucking loved by fans it's not even the band it's not even like it's not even what he does like the sped of vocals alone it's like yeah it's a thing he would never do again but we got plenty more so let's move on this is if you're ready mm-hmm. uh 1993's up the downstair I think this one takes a little bit to get I didn't turn on the volume, but either way, that worked out perfectly. And this is still just Stephen Wilson, Steve Wilson, whatever you want to call him. This, uh, this, um, at least for streaming, is one of the most frustrating things, track listing wise, because several songs are just crammed into one track, mm-hmm. but inconsistently. Like the first track has like four songs on it, and the title track is by itself, mm-hmm. and then the third track has like two songs or two or three songs. It's like it, it's just really like. So if you like one song and don't like the other one, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think what that's the way they were released. Musicians performing psychedelic music under the influence There's that word again, but not, not really. It's psychedelic, but it's not. I like I will, this song. I, I like say this, this works better for me. And this is a good song. Not by much, but it works better for me. I wasn't like invigorated after the last time. I was like, okay, all right. It's not that shit anymore, mm. at least. Jesus. It's just too fucking clean. Like, just everything is locked in perfectly. I don't mind that. I don't think it sounds tacky here. Yeah. Because, uh, like, you hear that little thing in the background, a little synth in the background? Yeah. Yeah. That's unusual. And that kept me, that keeps me going. Stuff like that keeps me going. These vocals don't. Exactly. But little things in the production, little embellishments, little things in the background. Imagine if that's simple, wasn't there? I would, I would hate this song. Yeah. <laughs> it's still not that bad, though. How long is this track, by the way? I know it's multiple songs, but... Uh, we're going, like, 13 minutes here. That's what we're dealing with. That's yeah. what we're dealing with. We got to cover a lot, so let's cut it a little, little short. Um, I, I liked it a lot more than the last one, but again, not by that much. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of roughness here. And uh, even like that whole first track with, you know, it has like synesthesia on there and always never. There's songs mm-hmm. within the within the song. Um, 
like always never. I actually liked it. I was like, I'm not angry at this band anymore. Like, I could see something happening where I like some stuff. Here. Yeah. Whereas the first album, I had no hope. No hope at all. I guess I knew what they were going to become. So I was just like, uh, just waiting for it. Yeah. Um, that title track, though. Yeah. It this, it's like, it feels like all filler. They, it's really, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it so much. I just like, I'm listening to it and I'm waiting for something to happen. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's over. Okay. Okay. It's different. It's, it's real. It's in dancey. It's industrial. It's a lot. It's goofy. Like there's a lot of goofy ass hard rock that come in a hard, hard rock guitars that come mm-hmm. in very strange. And it's a lot of, a lot of jammy, a lot of psychedelia stuff, but it's okay. I didn't mind it so much. Also, uh, I believe the version we heard is the remix version. Okay. Which um, Steve went back, remixed it with a, a live drummer. Okay. So I think well, that's the, ori- better. the original version had shitty ass drum machine like the first album, I yeah. imagine. I am not curious enough to go back and listen to it because no. I barely like the good version. Yes. I'm, I, I, I don't think I can ha- have it within myself to, to go back. I certainly don't. Um, things like s- Siren, like... Sh- Oh, there's a lot of lot of in between ambient bullshit. Yeah, it's, Fil- just, it's all filler. Um, I think my favorite song is "Burning Sky." Really, and it was kind of similar to "It Will Rain," but it was like way more rocking. But it's real. Yeah, it's a lot more jammy. Yeah, there was too much like fusion jazz. It's eleven minutes too. Bullshit. Also, I think um, that's the first time they kind of venture into um like heavy heavy stuff yeah um let me pull this up you got a timestamp i do right on because you got to for this band i know there's no way It's still cheesy. It is extremely cheesy, and that's the thing I want to talk about a lot yeah. right, as soon as we're done with this clip. Like that riff is a heavy, menacing metal riff. But it sounds like circus music. It doesn't feel heavy at all. So this is a thing that the first half, <laughs> if not more, of the discography has the most flimsy bitch guitar tone <laughs> I've ever heard. And that's a great way to put it. It is so... It's, <laughs> abundant and it, at first i thought like it's probably just the you know the 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 budget like maybe no he didn't it's a choice it went on for so long through so many albums like oh he likes this guitar yeah tone. and here's the thing i get it for the solos it's a fine uh, tone for solos because it's got to cut through it's got to like pop out more but there's also no bottom to it mm-hmm. so when it's just trying to get a, a big heavy riff like that it feels like yeah it's, it's just fucking it's just tired and sad so every time it went heavy i was just disappointed more like i should be fucking apt for this but i feel <laughs> none of it like for such a clean squeaky clean production you think there would be a lot more you know power no because it all goes back to the shitty like jazz fusion mentality of that like squeaky clean production and we're virtuosos and it needs to be like presented in this like bullshit shitty form of jazz that I've <laughs> Alex is just airing all of his grievances well I've I've talked about it a little bit in previous episodes how like when I would watch like drumming videos it's just like oh I'm gonna show you these sick licks and it's always like over it's always like over these 
yeah it's always over music like this yeah yeah always it's the worst <laughs> it's not, it's not great. It's i think the fucking worse like people think like kenny g is a front to jazz music no it's, i mean he is but he's not that this also isn't i, I guess that's true one pile of shit doesn't make a yeah. different pile of shit, shit. not L- a pile of shit yeah. they're all piles of yeah. shit holy shit that's we're true. gonna get stabbed for this episode i think my favorite track is uh the, these fans aren't about that life maybe not uh small hmm. fish i'm i'm gonna write modern drummer in in guitar world magazine and tell on you you got it buddy i am not a drummer but i'm a guitar player and i can i can i can probably kick your ass with that mike mansour uh, will never be in guitar world magazine thank christ I mean, not thank Christ, I would like money, but I... Is that, like, the most popular... I have gu- no idea. I've never read guitar... I haven't read guitar world since I was, like, eight years old. I don't know what the most popular guitar... I don't know what magazines are anymore. Do people read magazines? Holy shit. Well, to me, like, Modern Drummer was, like, the... That was, that was like, right. the go-to. No idea. I've never been much of a magazine man. More of a pornography man myself. Small Fish. I, I think I like that one the most. Do you? Uh, it's very acoustic. It's... It is basically all acoustic, super mellow. It's quite nice. I actually like it a lot, but it's also on the exact same track as Not Beautiful Anymore, which I hate. So mm. I have to listen to this shitty ass long song to get to a song that I kind of like. Like, It's not I mean, worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Work it. So ultimately, this is not a great album. I don't like it. I think a hell of a lot better than the first, but it just goes to show how much I hate the first album. Like, I don't like this, but I would in a million years pick this to listen to over the first one any day. It's funny how much like garbage there is and it's like oh man i like not lacking any options on on picking a, a worst here is i got plenty of options it was it was a little tr- it was tough i was i was like which one do i hate more which one is what is the objective worst what is at least for me simon and garfunkel only had like four albums they did this, i like i like a lot of them so <laughs> this is like <laughs> Take your pick. Yeah. Uh, whatever. But we got plenty more. So, so let's, many more. So. Oh, my voice cry. So many more. Here we go. You ready? Uh, it's the first track. It's oh, a lengthy. I mean, I don't have a timestamp, but it's uh, like 18 minutes. I'll fast forward it a little. Uh, you know what? Fast forward it two minutes. If my memory yes. serves. Yes. That is so a, here we go. This is uh, 1995's The Sky Moves Sideways. I kind of like the this like Bill and Ted album cover. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, this is uh, I mean I like the la- the last album cover even though it's a little bit hard to make out. Mm-hmm. This is like where it, oh this is straight up seventies prog rock inf- influence. Yes, not just musically. I mean the cover. This is the first time they recorded as a band. Yeah, I think it shows. So now we have Colin Edwin, Richard Barbetti on keyboard, and Chris. Mantiland? I don't know. Uh, Man- Mantiland. Uh, Maitland. 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 I believe it's Maitland. Maitland on drums. So yeah, this is five minutes of garbage. This is 100% five minutes of garbage, but when it gets going, I think it's actually quite good. Quite good. I might fast forward because I think I know what part... I mean, there's a I, lot here. It's a long, long song. I don't even care for it when it gets going. Um, yeah, let's... And even, even when the vocals come in, 
It's okay. I don't. I don't think it's that bad. Badly written. It's just the, so low energy. It's a horrible way to start an album. It's mm-hmm. just so, so mellow. They want so lengthy. I'm surprised it took, they want to be Pink Floyd so bad sometimes. At this point in the career, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think he nailed it. I just don't like care for the tones of a lot, a lot yeah. of things. So let's, let's let's fade it out for a little bit, maybe, um, and jump around a bit. Yes, I think I have the part you're talking about, and I hope I do this double shit. What happened? Lost your notes? I went a little too far forward. There. Here's- this. Love it. I hate it. I love it. I, I mean, I, I was like, all right. I, I hate it. I didn't, I didn't love it at first, though. I was like, this is so unusual. And it, then it reminded me of fucking JRPG fight music. I'm like, yes, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Man. Oh, man. I also went video game music, but I'm like, even for video. No. If this was in a game. If this was in a video game, I'd be like, all right, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Right but, on. It's hard because, it's hard, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's, like, oh, man, you had to use, like, chip tones to fucking make it also worse. Personal favorite. No way. I'm not fuck. How? Mike. I'm so, I'm so confused. We, we were simpatico in our hatred. Mike, how is this? How is this? How there, can this be? There's a song on here that originated from a 40 minute jam session. How is this your personal favorite? I enjoyed so many riffs on here. <laughs> I thought this was safe. No, it's never safe, baby. It's never safe. Dude, holy shit. I, there isn't a song on here that I don't like, except. Well, to be fair, they're so long that there's plenty of parts in each song that I don't like. Yeah. But as a whole, I'm like, I can forgive the stuff I don't like for the stuff I do like. For example, the title track part two, part which is two like is a better mil- than part one. I don't. I think it's not. The thing is, it's 16 minutes. Uh, you know, aside from the 18 minute intro, 16 minutes, and the the first 10 minutes I think are pretty fucking rad like i yeah. this is this is a good ass 10 minute song and the last six I minutes go there but i like <laughs> it but the last six minutes i'm like i don't like it nearly as much but i'll forgive it because just ratios baby ratio sure and that's then, why i gave it worse though because i felt like th- there's minimal there's only like a few songs because they're all smashed up yeah and then it's just like they're all so fucking exhausting. They're, they are. They are. What really helps is if you're actually not paying attention that much. <laughs> and, it, it, and it's, it's, I, it's counter I, to everything I've ever said in the past. Like, you got to fucking actually sit down and pay attention. Not, no. There's a lot you're going to miss, and it's cool if you miss. A lot I, of ambience, a lot of just. I wrote that for other albums that it's background. It's it's all background music. And it's so much better as background music because the few times shit kicks up and they start playing a really a quote unquote heavy kind of yeah. kind of thing or uh, I don't know like a, like a, a really re- repeating passage starts happening. All of a sudden it sticks out and those I found to be a lot more memorable than anything off the last two albums. Many off the next fucking seven or eight, however many we have left. Uh, the the like only thing I'll like a slight thumbs up 
And that's any time I give this band praise, it's always a slight. <laughs> it's it's an Orange Cassidy thumbs up. It's never oh. a full one. Oh, uh, Dislocated Day. I'm like, after that fucking intro, this is not 100 minutes. It just it feels better. Yeah. It's a little rocking. It's I like that song a lot. Some Middle Eastern flair. I love the vocals in that one. Very yeah. quiet, very creepy, like whispery. Uh, it's, me, and it's even though it's heavy and it's dark, it's still wimpy as shit sounding. And that was when mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh no, this guitar tone is not going to go away." Let me tell you about a song that broke me Uh-oh. called "The Moon Touches Your Shoulder." It's not great, but it's not the worst. I found it to be. I and it, I, by the end of it, I'm like, as it goes on, I actually like it. It takes this, a while though. This is the one he starts doing porn guitar too. Or like the solos the sound. Yes, I fucking hate unless it's like the NWO theme or the Godfather theme. What's the no, 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 the wrestler, the Godfather. Oh yeah, yeah, not, not, Godfather. Not Nina Rota. Also, uh, I guess Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, we're just doing wrestling uh, references. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are, baby. I, um, yeah, that's porn guitar belongs in porn and pro wrestling is what I'm never a real song, and then the fact. That the solo, it ends with a solo and it extends into like prepare yourself. It's more of an interlude than anything. It's like, yeah. oh, prepare yourself for this big like freak out. J- go fuck yourselves. I don't think it was the, that much thought went into the title. Oh, I disagree. Really? I disagree. <laughs> prepare yourself? This guy. For the skies move sideways part two? Well, okay. I listen. All right. Maybe we have like skewed because I listened to it in the like original track order. So after prepare, so did I, I believe after prepare yourself on the original track order is moon loop. Oh, right. A moon loop is a fucking 40 minute jam session that they edited and overdubbed down to 16 minutes. Oh, shit. See, I didn't I didn't hear that. That's probably why. Yeah. I skipped an entire 60 minutes because that's on the reissue. It you is, thought it was bonus track. Yeah. Yeah. No, because it's, because it's a different order. There's, there's other stuff completely at the end of the, the reissue. Yeah. Is, is it the same shit? Well, moon loop is at the very end. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because before on the, on the reissue, the streaming version, whatever, uh, before moon loop yes. is an alternate version of the title track. So, oh. so why would you like, well, clearly this is, this is where the bonus tracks, the bonus yeah. tracks start because we already heard this. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, yeah, it's confusing as a lot of things this band does. Whatever. What, what I think, and I think it's the same thing as the last album, he went back and rethought. Fucking the, George the, Lucas. Tis but for shit. the better, this is the one without Moon Loop is pretty good. <laughs> Clearly, it's my favorite one. Sometimes uh, George Lucas got it right. That's all I'm saying. George Lucas, the first album, and I still won't listen to it. I'm not listening to the first album. I'm not again. listening to no, any no of chance. these fucking albums again. Uh, I might, but <laughs> this one has a pretty strong contender for me going back to it. I, I still, and again, like good in the background, the parts that, that really kick up, I enjoy a lot. I mean, you hated that electronic part. I really like it. Yeah. It's just, it's just how we feel, man. It's just how we feel. <sighs> oh, so this is a, wasn't expecting how could this be? There's 11 fucking records to choose from. How do we f- collide and go? Yeah, yeah. This, this fucking happened, though. Oh, this is, a, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Yes. That's why we do this show, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> but we have more, of course. So if you're ready. I'm ready. Here we go. This is 1996. Signify. It's my fault. Uh, restart it. All right. <laughs> 
This is my favorite album cover. There's it's pretty cool. Very cool. It's creepy as shit. Cool. This is just fucking generic. Dude, it just hit me. That's in that guitar, that, that distortion. Yeah. The background. I can't say for sure. That sounds direct in. That sounds DI. Mm. Which is um, when you record, you plug directly into the interface okay. to record. You do that with bass because you don't yeah. need... It's, it's a... It's a it's not as necessary. Usually record a mic to an amp. Mm. When you record, record DI, when you distort it, it always has a very specific distorted sound. Mm -hmm. you remember Penis Envy from Crass? Yes. That whole album was directed. I all the, believe all, that. All the yeah. distortions, <laughs> they sound thin and flimsy and cheap. Yeah. This sounds like that. I mean, a lot of these things sound flimsy and cheap. But specifically this era, oh, yeah. Yeah, where there's never any impact. Uh, I don't mind the song. I think if this were produced better, it would feel very metal. These are a bunch of dads in a garage. Like, is this heavy? It's because the tone. It's because the tone. I swear, if this was, a, if this is was this chunky, heavy, is this heavy metal? Dude, if this was chunky, you'd be into this. Did you fucking lie to me? Maybe. I could see it being like, like if White Zombie had the same riff. Yeah. Exactly. Throw some yes over. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it kind of is shit. It's still shitty crowd rock too. A little bit, yeah. Obviously not not production wise, and there was no these kind of solos. I guess the sense in that it's very driving, very driving, yeah. repetitive, same riff. They had a lot of this in the first handful of albums. Yeah, these type these types of drum beats. Also, this is probably one of their shortest songs, so, you know. 20 minutes? Uh, this is only, like, three minutes. I like this. This is this is where I think it, it kind of flourishes, where these kinds of songs, anyway, where, where they throw in the the big the big synth sounds behind it. You know how mm -hmm. Devin Townsend does, except not nearly as good as how he does it, where it's not just the guitar and bass drums combo. You're, you're throwing in the whole, you know, surround sound type thing. Um I thought I was gonna like this album, and then uh, then after track four, I was like, or after yeah, after track four, I was like, all right, I'm out, I'm out. Yeah. Um, all right. So, the sleeping of no dreaming. The sleep. Oh, the sleep of no dreaming. Yeah. Whatever. Um, it's got some character, dude. I like it. I like it. It's. It's. I think it's psychedelic with a '90s twist. Yes. Yep. And then waiting phase two. You like phase two? No, I don't like it. Oh. Okay. I'm saying that is background music when you get a it is. when you get specifically a massage. That's very sexual. Phase one. It doesn't have to be. Your, your banana does not have to cry. It doesn't. It, that's right. You want to make banana cry. What yeah. is that? Nick Swartzen? Uh, Al Madrigal. Al Madrigal. Yes. All right. Uh, you don't have to have a happy ending. You can just go get a massage. Um, sure. Sure. It's good for you. Really. It's <laughs> oh, it's amazing. But that's a whole other thing. Um, yeah. And then fucking idiot prayer uh, i guess uh, it's, it's, i guess i'll take it because it's like something upbeat it's, yeah where it's still way too long for what it is also it's so funny because i thought about muzak yeah and then a lot during this album and then at a certain point later down the line they actually call a song with something muzak and i'm like 
You guys should have done that. Some people like Muzak. I don't know who they are or why they exist. This fucking guy does. Maybe Maybe he loves getting in and out of elevators all day long. How how milk white can you get the musicians in the band and this guy will love it? Uh, I don't know. Prog rock loves it. Fusion jazz fucking loves it. That's ironic too. That's funny that it's that it's one like of the white guys genres. Yeah, man. Uh, waiting phase one. I like that one a lot. It takes a while to get going, but I, I think it's damn good. Okay. And then the reason why I give phase two a pass is because it's just a boring psychedelic continuation of phase one. So I, like mm-hmm. my residue love of the first half, I was like, all right, I'll, I'll carry it into that That's one. That's kind of one song, basically, yeah. basically, basically, and then. Everything after that, I mean, like I like Intermediate Jesus. Uh, Intermediate Jesus, um, it's eerie, but it manages to kick a little ass. Too long, but you know what the fuck isn't too long. You know, Everything at this point, there, yeah, at this, <laughs> it's not even exactly like it's I can't gonna be, be a broken record. I can't use it as a, as as a distinction anymore. I can't be like, <laughs> oh, it's good, but it's too long because they're all too fucking long. All right, it's just it's yeah. just good then. It's just good for this band. Whatever they're doing, yeah. Dark Matter is really it's it's a little too Pink Floydish, but I, I still think it's a good song. Slightly less, slightly less boring yeah. than some of the other songs for sure. But everything else, Light Mass Prayers is a fucking waste of space. It's all filler. That is. Uh, serve, I, Sever is not for me. Every home is wired. I mean, it's like 70 fucking, sounding. It's, it's, it's has some nostalgia to it. Don't like it either. Hate it. I, I hate that song. But let me tell you the like outro, like the last I had minutes. a feeling very spacey. I like, yeah. I was like, that's what I was thinking for a lot of this. I was like, you know, Alex loves him some space. There's I, a lot of space on here. I like some space. But I need it to sound like people are playing it. Uh, and these yeah. these guys are fucking robots. They are fucking human metronomes. Yeah. And that's not a compliment. Usually it is, but I guess in not, this case it is. Not here. Not. Like, so I ended up having pretty positive feelings about this album by the end of it because it it, it begins strong and ends I mean, strong. I liked it better than... Oh, yeah. I mean, the last one I did not, but I it still wasn't. I was like almost encouraged by the direction. Like they're changing. They're going in a way they're getting tighter. The production is getting better marginally, but it's still getting better. Yeah. You, you had like no idea where they were. No, yeah. no, I'm just fucking on for the, I'm here for the ride, baby. Yeah. So this one ends strong and it begins strong and it, it shits the bed in the middle, but fuck <laughs> it, man, whatever. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. We'll, you, I we'll, guess you just take what you can get with this band. Yeah. So that just goes to show how beaten down I was by this point where I'm like, you know, it's a good album. It's pretty good. It's decent. Even yeah. though I hate a lot of it. So there's, there's more. It's uh, not a good band to listen to when you've had a few Thanksgiving dinners and you, it's probably made it worse. That's, that's what we did for the, yeah, yeah. We did a lot of stuff, but uh, what was it? This also the last album for a while that we're going to get any electronic elements at all. And mm-hmm. they're, they're not even on here that much. They're very minimal. Uh, not that they were super all over the place to begin with, but uh, they're, they're definitely raining it, raining it back by the next album. They'll be gone completely. And then they'll bring them back at some point way later. But for now, uh, I was okay with this album. A lot of it's not, I'm not going to go back to it. I don't think I can, I imagine fans like it just because if I can really love songs like waiting, I'm sure. I mean, they fucking remaster and re-release this shit. So, uh, like, I have. That's why I'm like. That's why I'm like. I think their fans are like fish fans. I think they this fucking like. Yeah. Oh, the names on it give me give me everything. 
Give me every outtake. Give yeah. me. He seems like Steve seems like he has those kinds of fans where I mean I do respect how much he'll just do whatever he feels like doing, even if I don't like ninety percent of it. Sure. You know what I hate is that you know those fans overlap into to Devin. Oh, Devin Townsend. I see it, completely. I see. Yeah. I understand it completely. I I hear because I don't I don't love Devin Townsend. Devin Townsend's production style. I don't love his presentation. Mm. I like his songwriting. I like his mm. voice. And I like his what he can do. That's why I like Devin Townsend. Not not his style. I also, actually hate his style. Also, people might call me a hypocrite because I like some Opeth stuff. And yeah, Steve you know, collaborated with Opeth a lot. And then toured like, to produce some of their stuff. They at, played on some of these albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I don't know why when Opeth does, but they're this way more interesting to me. I haven't heard enough Opeth. I've only heard very bits, bits and pieces. I've liked what I've heard, but it's it's been there's such there's such one of those bands that you can't judge them on one song or one album. No, I, I would never make that claim that I, I like them or don't like them. Yeah. Um. But on, on to the next. On to the next there one. Here we go. This is y'all ready? Y'all ready? I think we're all ready. I think we're all ready. This is 1999's Stupid Dream. I fucking hate this song. Oh, do you? So much. Oh, do you? So fucking much. I didn't timestamp this. Oh, so oh we, should, we should turn it up then. Oh, you hate this one? <laughs> fucking. <laughs> First of all, the title and where the title comes from is fucking stupid. Why is that? Because he was just like, oh, yeah, I was fucking talking. I don't even know if that's how he talks. Pop, I, was, I don't think he has a Cockney accent. <laughs> I was talking about, like, how stupid music is and that, like, you make it and and then you have to, like, replay your art and how, like, stupid that is. And I'm like, I guess. I, I get it. Because I get it, it. it's literally the only art form where you do that. But Except for, like... No, because no plays. Plays, yeah. Um, Musicals would, would count as both play and music. Dancing, maybe. Even uh, then. Yeah. Because like movies you don't. Visual art you don't. Comedy you, you don't. I mean, you do, but you can't do it to the same person. Yeah. Uh, but Lord, what be? Fuck. Uh, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, sure, sure. But you didn't come up with like a cool title. You're just like, it's a stupid dream. And it's a bad album title. You yeah. just went for like the lowest hanging. It's the worst album title, I think, by far. Not that they're, they're that great or anything. This is a. This is their. Where they become a pop band, essentially. Yes, they move away, try to move away from the spacey stuff, which wasn't even that fucking good, so fine. Um, on beach. Fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is considered like a transitional album. This is it, the bridge from the yeah. early stuff to, I guess, I don't want to call it the fucking classic era, but... Oh boy, maybe it is a classic era, you never know. Like, this is really triumphant. It's the most 90s thing they've ever done at, up, up until this point. I can't say this is a terrible song for people who like this popular mainstream poppy rock kind of shit. Like I don't, I don't like it at all. But I get it a little bit. I don't. I, I think you're a weird person if this is like, oh yeah, dude, this is fucking. Uh. 
There's a lot of really shitty bands that sounded like this in the 90s, bro. That people love. Okay, I think we got the fucking idea. I think we got the... Well, worst. And this... uh, I was going to say I'm not mad at that, but I really wouldn't be mad at any of them. (laughs) This... Like, I was almost... I was so dead set on the first off being the worst one. But when I went back to it, like, no, there's stuff I enjoy. It's goofy and mm-hmm. weird and the, the simple fact that it's so weird makes me kind of like appreciate there's some like endearing quality a little yeah. bit i still hate it i'll never yeah. go back to it i think it's unpleasant to listen, but there's bits and pieces that i was able to enjoy like before the instruments come in i'm like okay that's a good rip here like the essence of this album makes me want to pull my fucking hair mm. up. i hate everything about this it's the one song i'll, I'll name one song that encompasses Every negative feeling I have about this album, and that is Piano Lessons. Piano There's lessons nothing worse. Sucks. I think it's the worst song that they've ever done. I think it's yeah. one of the biggest piles of shit. Like, how can you defend that song? Anyone. How can you defend something that horrifically generic? It's bullshit alternative dog shit. Like, I mean, it's I don't- so it's so sterile. It's so sleek. It sounds like you programmed robots. And some old man's like, I like Pink Floyd and the Beatles. Can you make me a song that sounds like that? And that's what the robots make. It's it is music made for commercials in the style of other things. Uh, That's what this all this is the whole album feels like. Like you'd see this in a goddamn Dawn commercial or something. The other thing that makes this so much more offensive is it was inspired by Jeff Buckley. Soundgarden and Brian Wilson. I mean, uh, uh, and those are like three brilliant masters. uh, Yeah. And it's just like they took away like the worst, like completely like misconstrued what those three artists do. I don't know if if it's misconstruing so much as this guy is just not a good songwriter. Like, Mm. because I'm telling you, my main problem with the band Getting past all the sleekness of everything, it is his songwriting. I don't like his songs. Mm-hmm. Nothing about it is engaging to me. Every, like the reason why I gave the the third album personal favorites because part the parts that stuck out were truly unique and, and unusual and mm-hmm. the stuff that I wasn't expecting. I am expecting every goddamn note on this album. It's unbelievable. Like I, the stuff that I did enjoy, like to a minor degree, are like Baby Dream and Cellophane, which is. It is the most unoriginal thing. It is purely <laughs> Beatles and Pink Floydy. Yeah. But it's like it's still pleasant, you know? Yeah. It's not it's I can't give it any props because it's not it is it feels completely ripped off. Like everything about it feels stolen, even though it's not. But and then a smart kid uh, has moments. It's one of the better tracks. Still drags a fucking I mean, what doesn't drag? That's another song where again the outro I'll try I, I like the like creepy electronic stuff and the like there's like some creepy breathing at the end. I'm like Dude, the atmosphere. See, this guy is good at atmosphere. Yeah. Not at making music. Yeah. <laughs> but and here's my last note. The closer stop swimming. I think it's the best song here and it's still boring as shit. Like let me, my favorite song on here. I don't like. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> let me tell you what my favorite song on here. Debt. Tinto Brass. I knew you were going to say that. Tinto Brass. Also, so the two positive things are are two songs, Tinto Brass and Don't Hate Me. I was uh-huh, n- don't hate me. Yeah, it's all not right. Not ex- this bad if you're like, okay, there's going to be flutes and saxophones. I'm going to be a like, lot of flutes in this band. I I'll be like, that. 
I'd be like, those are the worst songs. <laughs> if I had a guess, yeah. I'd be like, those are going to be the worst fucking songs, but they're the best. Uh, don't hate me. I, uh, I didn't, I didn't mind it so much. It's still extremely nineties. It's more subdued and moody. The saxophone solo is a bit much. Hell yeah, but, it is. But it made me laugh and yeah. I found it more funny than awful. Yeah. So I, I was like, ah, fine, fine. I'll give you the saxophone on that one. It's ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Also, I think, but, but Tinto Brass, we got to talk about t- Tinto Brass. It is the wackiest thing on here by far. There's flutes. There's a uh, good driving bass. Um, they didn't need to bring heavy on there, but I'll take it. And there's even like some dub reggae drum sound on there. So that song, I think it's the only one on the album that has distortion. Yeah. Of any kind. What, yeah. What I just described sounds very pretentious. But again, for this band, what you know, that's that is the, the cream of the crop. <laughs> This album, it's it's the first one that has basically no distortion mm-hmm. except for that song, and ironically, is like the heaviest sounding album up to this up to this point because, like I said, that that their distortion sucks. He did he just liked these this particular tone, uh, so everything felt fuller and heavier and like oh this is a better produced in terms of like skill level like making it sound like a big full thing, but. I mean, inside of it, there's nothing there. It's just, mm. it's just mm. a hollow shell of sadness. Oh my God. I hate this so much. Oh my God. Slave called shiver. That's also some good bass playing there. I like the, I like the bass on there. Ah, interesting. Um, the, the, it does have a groovy bass line, but it, it didn't do it for me. And then last thing I'll say on uh, this no rehearsal. Yeah. Fucking more porn guitars. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> So some things are consistent, you know, he keeps, the porn guitars. He, he keeps certain things, he gets rid of others. Uh, so this is my worst. This is a bad album. I, I can't, I can't imagine ever all, choosing to hear something this sterile. Like that's all. But this, this is particular. like, there's like, there's no, like even the songs are shorter. Like there's no hints of like experimentation or fucking around. Like, let's try this. There's mm-hmm. none of the, there's none of let's try this on, on here. It's all. I mean, just the most generic dribble. Also, it's just like they recorded this album and the next album in like one session. Really? And I'm just like, why? Also, while he's in other bands, I'm like, why are you like doing this to yourself? Because he's, I understand completely. I would do the same thing. You know, yeah. If, if you have the passion, that's if it's what you do, it's what you do. Um, I get I, it. I would but, do it too. Yeah. But also, I don't know. I guess I just like, I kind of like, it doesn't even have to be that long, but kind of like stepping away and letting it like breathe. That's little, always best for the, the actual music to, to step away and then come back later. It's always the best. Yeah. It's always best for, sometimes you don't have that luxury. And especially when you get involved with like labels and other, other mm-hmm. musicians, like they're expecting something of you. Uh, so maybe he, he wasn't fully up to him, but I don't know because I just doesn't feel that thought out. (laughs) It just feels so like you're diluting your, your product by cranking out so much shit so fast. It it can't, like I said, you can do that, but a lot of people, you you just have it or you have it written over the course of years and you just haven't used it. Mm. All kinds of things go into it. So I don't, I don't usually question so much when things are released in rapid succession. Cause sometimes you've been sitting on it. Sometimes, uh, Sometimes you just, you know, sometimes you just have a feeling about it. Like there's always, there's always a, a lot that goes into music making more so than just what you hear a lot more. But having said that, it doesn't mean this is a good album in any way, shape or form, but 
Here How we many are. we got left? We got five, ten, dude, twenty, four, six. I believe. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! We have six left. We have a whole episode's worth of albums left. Is what we have. We a two for one here. Here we go. Oh man! So this is two thousands light bulb sun. That's my fault. The sun is a light bulb. <laughs> By the way, everyone listening, this is our second time hearing this because we had to do some editing. Yeah, I, my brain is mush today. This is so funny that Alex has to hear this twice after everything he just talked shit about. <laughs> also, yeah, you're not going to get my take of me me singing it. Yeah, that's true. Um, without fucking up this time, yeah, we've been on a bit of a, a UK kick. I won't say the bands because... I said them for you off air. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I already forgot everything we've covered. That's right, McCluskey, Bauhaus. Damn. Next, next. Next week is the yeah. one. This man. I like the dirty swamp rock. That's I, a change of pace. I like the distorted slide. It's not. It's not common. Yeah. And honestly, like I didn't think it was the, I didn't like it at first. It's not the most inspiring opener. Um, I liked it better on second lesson. I think it feels pretty good. But yeah, basically a fucking double album with, because it was recorded in like the same, like yeah. the same sessions as Stupid Dreams. So it's funny because the name of the album just sounds like you're insulting the album. I mean, I it's am. Like, it sounds like the name of the album is Dream. Like it's your stupid dream. Stupid dream. Stupid light bulb suns. Stupid light bulb sun. I don't mind this song. I think it's actually all right. Uh, it's not a good. It's not an opener. It, well, it's not a good opener. Um, what would you open with? I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. Dude. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't like this album. I don't like this album either. Uh, and I think it's significantly better than the last one. Significantly, which is odd because it was written and written and recorded at the same time. Uh, just, At least just they better have songs. like a good vision for like this belongs on this album and this belongs. That's that's another on that's, this album. That's the thing that makes me laugh. Like it's completely unrelated musically, but the the punk band TSOL, mm-hmm. uh, they had their first two records. One's an EP, one's an album. The EP was very political, just straight hardcore punk, just raw, short to the point mm-hmm. and then the the album that came out like the, the second the, the following year was a little lot deeper it had like macabre lyrics it was a little bit not gothy but the singer wore makeup and stuff mm-hmm. and it was a it was way less hardcore more like oh shit these guys are doing more stuff so everyone thought like ah, i like the hardcore stuff better yeah and the singer jack gushman Gersham said like uh we wrote those all at the same time we chose the album songs because they were better and we yeah. saved them like so I mean, you're stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's kind of what a lot of times they just save the good stuff for later. Yeah. Um, fucking how's your life? This is fucking waltzy circus music. I like it. I think it's cool. It, it's I exactly what like I wrote. circus music. I like circus uh, music, yeah. dude. I've always liked uh. <laughs> I don't mind it so much. Uh, the other ones I don't mind too much are uh, Last Chance to Evacuate Planet Earth before it's recycled. It's a long, drawn out title, but it's jammy, psychedelic. It's got some okay riffs. Uh, I mean, a lot of these I just kind of gave a pass. Not not so much that they're good songs, but they're just so much more bearable mm-hmm. than the last one. It's not like Hate Song. It's boring, but it, I think it's still a little bit interesting compared to some of the other tracks on here. Hate Song pissed me off because 
I was reading about this album and he said the the solo he's like, Yeah, I did a fucking a fucking corn solo on there. I'm like I didn't fucking hear corn. You know what I did hear corn on? Which uh, that fucking Russia song. Russia on ice? That's where I heard the corn. Really? I didn't write a timestamp for it, but that's that's where the corn comes oh, out. Oh, because when, when it gets groovy and loud, right? That's after like seven minutes in. Yeah. I don't know exactly the, the, the time. Mm-hmm. But, so it's 13 minutes. It doesn't want more than 13 minutes. Never does. Never does. The but, corn parts do. But as soon as that shit kicks in, I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Also, it's been a while since we talked about corn. That is, I swear we did it on the McCluskey episode. We might have. We actually did. I did the voice and everything. We talk about corn (laughs) a lot. It's been a while. Hell yeah. Uh, I like the sense in that song too. They're they're pretty, pretty right. But the first seven minutes is boring as all hell. Like, and that's a long time to sit through to get to something. Uh, And uh, I think I feel so low is a beautiful, beautiful closer. I actually Mm. like it a lot. I think it's moving. I like the strings again. Very pristine and, and crisp well, and clean. Also, on top of Buckley, they cite Nick Drake. And I'm just like, how How do you... You can be influenced without sounding anything like him. I <laughs> just like, you, you missed the fucking point of what made Buckley and Drake like unique and fucking good musicians. Songwriting is what made... Uh, well, those both of them, two, but like... Two. Specifically Nick Drake, like... The song or his song, it, like he was just a guy with a guitar, but the songwriting, like the oh, actual that, that construction of it. Oh man, I could talk. Man, we did though. Check we out the did talk. We, I can and yeah. I did. <laughs> that was a fun episode. It was forever ago. I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> uh, but I, I still, I still dig the, the 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 closer quite a bit. And overall, like I felt like this isn't actually that bad of an album. It's a uh, it's more diverse and engaging than the last one by eons. Uh, it's not revolutionary in any way. Uh, that's putting mm-hmm. it lightly, but four four chords that made a million that piss piss me the fuck off. Oh, it's no, I hate it. Yeah, yeah no, it sucks. Yeah, it's <laughs> like the Beatles, a day in a life, but with like hard rock elements. And it's I had this conversation with my brother recently. Uh, we were at my dad's, and he he just put on a day in the life. Because he's an he's an old boomer and he mm. likes to do stuff like that. Also, I don't got anything against the Beatles. No, 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 no. Way. And I'm listening to it, and I haven't listened to that song like sat down and listened to it in so long. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, this is a perfect song. This is a and perfect it's, song. It's good. And then my brother's like, oh yeah, yeah. And I we've never had that kind of like agreement, like or like, oh yeah, this is a perfect piece of music. Like, yeah, I had that feeling about like. You, like I had that about Claire de Luna. I had that about the the main theme to Once Upon a Time in the West. Like these are mm-hmm. perfect pieces of music, and it's so rare. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, the Beatles are that good. Fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we're done talking about music we like, uh, might as well go back to this. She moved. She's moved on. Awful. Awful. Horrible. Awful. Horrible. Awful. <laughs> I don't know if they produce their own shit or if they bring in producers. Probably a little of both. Uh, I feel like whoever was producing their shit around this time was just, I got a fever and the only thing that's going to cure it is more porn guitar. Uh, it's, it Let means, me get some more porn guitar. I think, yes, yeah, Steve Wilson produced this and he, he loved it during this era. This fucking loved it. He yeah. Maniac. Yeah. I not in a good way. I can't believe how well regarded this album is. I mean, it's I can't fine. believe how well regarded this fucking band is. Nor can I, but like <laughs> stuff like this where it's not 
that it's not I wouldn't call this a bad album at all. I would call this a good album. I don't like it though. It's not for me. I get how it could be for someone, but I don't get how it could be for so many. Mm. That's what, see, there's always there's always something I'm part of the puzzle I'm still fucking missing. Where's the last album? If people told me that was like a fan favorite, I would kill myself right now. I think it is a fan favorite. All right, where's my gun? Yeah, I think I think we're like from that album to a certain point, we're in we're in like the we're in the hot we're in the hot spot. The pinnacle of yeah, we're in the, yeah. of PT. No. Not not the Kojima R.I.P. Si- Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> all the right. better PT. So, uh, yeah. So let's let's uh we got five left, I guess. So we just move on. This is uh 2002's In Absentia. This is the stuff I've heard from them, so I knew what I was. If this, but I, I would see this album cover. I'm like, what's oh, what's going on? What's going on here? It's mysterious. It is mysterious. It's an intriguing album cover. I don't like it so much, but I get it. I get why it's it's an interesting cover. Or it's like a good cover. Yeah, if you're walking around like Tower Records and you see that everywhere. It, it gives me heavy... Di- not the music. The cover gives me heavy disturbed vibes. Ooh. Oh, disturbed, the to band. be fair, did have like a powder type guy on there. That's right. Um, so this production out the gate is the best they've ever had in terms of like, a di- especially distortion sound. It actually, it's actually heavy now. This song comes out hot. Sure does. Hot. And then goes wait, down. Let's wait for it. Let's wait for it. Goes downhill real quick. Just right back into your comfort zone. It's, I was so excited the first 15 seconds, and then this happened, and I my heart broke. I was like, okay, I hate this fucking band. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is the only lineup change. Uh, drummer's gone. They bought in Gavin Harrison, who is... He's a killer drummer. Killer well, I think drummer. you kind of need a different... Doing the more metal stuff. Because, He's actually double-pedaling and all that, yeah. Yeah, this is inspired by, like, Mashuga and Opeth. Yeah. Um, loose concept album about serial killers, youthful innocence gone wrong. Oh, fuck you, dude. This is hard. I I hate this so much. Oh, my God. All right, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. I can't take it. Dude, that song is so fucking bad. (laughs) Because this album was so huge, I thought, and it's, I was like, this might, no, no. No, no. I, no. I have, I have, um. I think even stronger feelings about my final two picks yeah. than I do about my first two picks. Uh, this isn't uh, anything. I think this is a overall taking away all my bias against this type of music is a decent album. Mm-hmm. The, it's it starts out so rough though. Like the first three songs alone are really hard to get. Lips, to, they're bad. Lips to Ashes is like the worst. The worst parts of Emerson Lake and Palmer. Uh, it's just dude. The the vocals is a perfect example of those those harmonies that I just can't take with they they're, they're too dialed in. Yeah. It's, it's bad. And then this is where they finally, the sounds of music, but it's oh, not the, even, sound, the sound of music. Yeah. It's yeah. not even music. It's just, I think it's a play on the, the name, the sound of music. I know. I know. I don't but, mind it. I, I think it's, uh, I mean, okay. You know, it pisses me off the least though. Dude, the, the chorus is horrific. So bad. The chorus is utter trash. The reason why I don't mind the rest of it 
it's basically sober from Tool. And I don't even like that song, but it's like, I like Tool more than this. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote that for Strip the Soul. It's this boring, boring Tool. That's a lot of this ends up being like boring Tool, which is kind of a lot. Of, I mean, pardon me for saying this, but a lot of Tool is boring as fuck to me. But if you want to say that about their last, I'll say most about, recent album. Uh, yes, yes, I will. That is, I, the, the, I will say that's the boringest. The first album is pretty bad. <laughs> first album, I think Undertow we'll, is we'll, awful. We'll get it. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, one we'll day. Do it, we will. We will do it to, to episode. But so, sound of music, I, parts of it I think are, are all okay. Gravity Eyelids, I think has some strong bass lines. That song, that song burnt me out. I had to, I had to stop listening to the album and walk away. I, the first, the first few minutes is really, really boring. It's like really, really boring. Also, it's like, um, like for metal bands, we talk about like riff salad, but this is like the prog rock equivalent of riff salad where I've, I'm just like, at this point I've subjected myself to so much, so much. That like after this song, I was like, I I have to stop and walk away and and do something else because there's no way I can like honestly listen to the rest of the like if I forced myself to keep listening, I was like, there's no way I'm going to like be attentive. Yeah, there's there's no way you'd actually retain anything. Yeah, it's like I I have to do something else. I did that uh, several times. I would take long breaks. Uh, I would I would listen to there, this, there wasn't enough breaks. That's why we t- we took so long to record this episode. It was a, it was a lot of like all right, let's just uh just regroup for a second here. You know what? We put it off well once for medical reasons, yeah. but I'm pleased oh, at the I'm um, very pleased at how quickly we actually did this yes. cuz I was worried and, and it it was not easy to get through but it, I even though I don't like these albums, I found it somehow easier to get through than some other episodes that we've done in the past. Mm. Where those ones, I was like, I don't want to fucking put this. I don't want to listen to goddamn DMX again. I just can't do it. Sorry. Oh no, DMX was easier for me. That was so much harder for me. Uh, that one took my soul. Oh my god. But back to the to Gravity Eyes real quick. The first few minutes, I think, are some of the most boring shit they've ever done. But the last section, the latter half, I think, is actually pretty cool. Uh, Wedding nails. That's like the most metal thing. It is. Here. It is very metal proggy prog metal kind of um it's not bad at all i think it's one of the best songs here i just don't like their style i don't like their style i don't like how they do it i don't like how uh, uh prodigal that song can go get fucked though it sure can awful the most boring worst parts of pink floyd and the eagles with fusion shit uh point point three yeah some jammy parts uh yeah it's it's i don't think the, the song isn't that great but it and it's weird because everything this is this goes across the board for every album. Mm-hmm. Everything is so bombastic. Everything they, they, he he likes big epic albums. Clearly, mm-hmm. he tries to make every album feel giant and epic. And some things are just not that. That song is not a big epic, but it's produced as though it is, mm-hmm. and it's it feels forced and it feels a little wonky. Uh, and it's very, it's very dramatic and just it's like it's not that epic of a song. Sometimes songs are just three minutes and you're done because that's what it, what it was. When you try to produce. Again, overproduce. That's just the yeah. definition of overproducing. I'm just kind of regurgitating stuff. Talking. Because uh, that's what we do. We talk here. Yeah. The creator has masterpiece. Master tape. Master tape. Uh, or, sorry. Uh, Orange Cassidy thumbs up for that. <laughs> really? Uh, I, there's some feedback and noise on there. It's high energy. It's a little proggy. Yeah. It's louder. Uh, I, I don't like the way it's written. I mean, that's just plain simple. Plain simple. Uh, 
the last three I don't mind so much. I think it actually ends okay, mm-hmm. which is why I don't think this is a, a terrible album. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a heart attack and a and a lady. Dramatic, super dramatic and dark, but I think it's quite pretty. Strip the soul, is, and I think strip the soul is really rad. Dramatic and dark is definitely the theme, pretty much until we get to the end. Pretty here. much, pretty much. Uh, Collapse led to the earth. I think it's a it's a piano ballad. It's fine. It could be worse. It's not my favorite, but strip the soul. I think is probably my favorite song on, on the whole album. Really, when it that's a good baseline. Good yeah, baseline. It actually rips. The bass player is kind of like an unsung hero. In, parts of these songs a lot, there's a lot man there's there's little things here and there that like oh wow i didn't think that would be the thing that kept me around like again mm. like little sit lines here and there like yeah. fuck it's, that is cool all right all right this trying to reach on to something yeah so this, yeah this is the transition to heavy this is the out the heavy album and yeah this is a big album that we're gonna get shit for but i mean uh, at this point you knew what you were getting into. If you stuck around for an hour, 10 minutes to hear a shit on this album, you're you're insane. You're an insane person. How someone clicked on the video and then this clicked to, to the timestamp without listening to at the least intro. At person has to. Yeah. Like, by the way, we hate this band. Don't watch this video. You're just going to get mad. You don't want to be mad for no reason. Uh, but let's move on. Uh, let's please, yeah. please move on. This is, uh, if you're ready. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, this, this is uh, 2005's Dead Wing. This is the most pretentious bullshit album I've ever this, read about. This album, this album, this right album, this right great cover. I like the cover a lot. Makes me feel cool, things. Cool cover. Yep. Um, you know what this album's based on? Oh, <gasps> what's it based on? It's based on a script that didn't even get turned into a fucking movie that Steve Wilson wrote. Oh no! Oh no! What's about? Oh no! It's about spooky stuff. Oh, spooky stuff? Yeah. But I can't think of something more pretentious than I wrote a script to a movie, and I'm going to record an album about it. And the movie's just never gonna get busy. Go fuck yourself. Imagine if Danzig wrote an album around Veronica. That would be better. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Please do that. Yeah. So at first, I guess musically, I don't don't hate this. One. I thought I didn't hate the song. Yeah. I was like, this is like the most metal thing they've ever done. This isn't that bad. Went back to it. Halfway through this nine-minute song, I'm done. I'm done. It's it gets old. It gets it gets old halfway through the song because it doesn't really change that much. Also, I'm not gonna list off the song titles because they're usually long. But we got Michael Ackerfeld from Opeth on tracks one, three, five, and ten. Okay. We got Adrian Bellu. Oh, Adrian Blue. That's from King Crimson. Yes. On this track and Halo. And yeah. So it's some big names. It's Robert Fripp. Robert Fripp? No, he's not on this one. No. No. Yeah, Agent Blue is the guy that I've been compared to the most in my musical life, which yeah. is very odd because I don't really, I don't love him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just the way I play guitar, I guess. All right. So, All right. if you like that, I hope you like it for nine minutes and forty six seconds. Least favorite, and my oh my, really, I hate 
this fucking album. Like I didn't, you didn't give it worse. No, no, because (laughs) it is, it is not as egregious on a conceptual and musical level. Mm -hmm. So like, whereas stupid dream was, this is music made for, for fucking detergent commercials. Yeah. Just with more epic production. These aren't like, if these were written better, I think this would be a good album. I just hate every single song. Everything bores the utter, the utter brains out of me. I, I can't, I can't take a single, like the, the things that I like are again, parts of songs. I like parts of open car cause it feels like tool. It's not the worst thing in there, but it feels completely unoriginal. Uh, then the start of something beautiful, decent moments, uh, but it's too long and it's generic overall. Everything else is the worst thing. I, I can't, I can't go back to this. Fuck yes. I can't take this out. Oh my God. <laughs> it is. It is really bad. Uh, shallow. It's just like what, Oh my God, dude. Fuck I that fucking song. hate the clean singing and the pianos on there. Lazarus. Ooh. Complete trash. Complete trash. And then glass arm shattering. The, those three songs are just like I didn't hate glass arm shattering at first, but and when you pay attention to it, nothing's happening. No. It's the most boring thing. Yeah. It's the most the most boring thing. Uh imagine the fucking balls to like be on tour writing music for a thousand bands and you're like i need to write a movie script i don't even <laughs> care like the man's ambitious clearly he has his, his fan base i don't care about that so much i don't i kind of respect that he has this much of a, of a motor but shit like arriving somewhere but not here how could you do that to how could you do that to people? Dude. 12 minutes of just the most unwarranted, boring gen, like it's the same shit for 10 minutes. It's I mean there there are some genuinely metal riffs in that song, mm-hmm. but in, at this point on this album at least, it, none of it feels very authentic. It feels like well we're trying we're trying metal now. Mm-hmm. And because like, you know with Opeth. Yeah. Like it's not that they didn't get heavy earlier, but again, it didn't feel like that was his bag. It didn't feel like that's what he was Mm-hmm. He, he clearly alternative in psychedelia is what he's like that's his thing too yeah so these first few attempts at really heavy shit it just feels like oh, what are you doing buddy this well, is yeah. you. what are you doing and it's not, that it's not that it's bad it just feels like like out of place out of place especially in that in 12 minutes of boring fucking alternative and so much of that is just boring alternative i like melatron Mel, oh, melatron scratch I couldn't. You can pay me to remember a single thing that happened in that song. No, I, yeah, I, it is. It is a very forgettable, forgettable album. Uh, I will say though, uh, around five minutes in, it does pick up, and it it basically might as well be a different song. Mm. It basically it changes so much that I always every time I've listened to it, I've checked to see what song it was, and it's the same song. Yeah, uh, it's quite cool. Not enough to save the first five minutes of drivel. No, no, uh, like. It's it's so stylistically it's more of the same from the last album, but way more bland, way more forgettable than ever. That and opening I, track is misleading. It is. It's not. It's not. The rest of the album is not that heavy. Um, but even that song it has like, like the most metal. It name does too. Deadwing. Dead. I mean the name of the album. It's, it's, yeah. Jesus. But it's like there's no highlights. The the heaviness teased throughout is a it's that's it's, not enough. It's not enough. And it doesn't sound bad. It's just it just feels a little generic, a little derivative. The writing is obviously complete, completely forgettable, and the alternative stuff on here is is just I can't I can't, I can't say can't, a single you can't still. I can't. Uh there's nothing for me to hate this album. I'll never go back to it. I can't I, yeah. Well, oh I'm glad uh 
you know, we're we're in the end game now. We're almost there. Oh my God, Matt, if you're still here, I'm sorry, buddy. I like you, but I just, oh boy. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I regret nothing. I know. I I stand by my every one of these feelings, but I'm sorry on his behalf. I'm sorry mm. because I like him. I want him to love me and hug me. I don't want to be near this band ever, ever again. But we have, what is it? Three more? Three yes. more, baby. Here, here we go. This is, so we got two records in the same year, back to back. This of course is, we do. This is April 2007. Fear of a Blank Planet. I don't even remember. Okay. This was the other album I saw a lot and the other album I, I checked out. I like this song. I was not confident that I would uh, that would carry over for very long, though. If this, some of this stuff, this goes on for too long. Yeah, it's quite, quite long, like most of the albums, really. But, um, I think compared to the rest of the album, or maybe I just had some fatigue. Yeah, because this, this is a legit good song. Yeah. And it's produced really well. Yes. That bass, it's so buzzy and farty. I like it. I just I, you like his voice that voice and like sometimes I like I don't know this makes lyrics sound stupider than maybe they are I always hates the British <laughs> what goddamn redcoats doesn't even sound it just sounds like I don't know uh, I just hate that fucking section. Xbox is a guy. It could be a pop punk song. I wasn't even listening to lyrics. I get, I get what you're Yeah. So, and then he complains about his mom and his dad and a Orange Cassidy best personal favorite. Really? Yes. Oh, not me. Not you. Not I me. thought I was like, hey, hey, we're we're running down. Yeah. We, we haven't said it yet. Maybe yeah. we'll come back. I listen. Nope. I think this is one of their better albums for sure. Mm -hmm. um, I did I liked it. Well, obviously more than the last one. Anything more than the last one. But I had. To, I couldn't even compare this one because um, when we listen to them chronologically, you naturally compare it to the one you just heard. I couldn't do it on second listen. I had to listen to In Absentia mm -hmm. um, again and then listen to this because comparing anything to Dead Wing sounds like the greatest album ever. It's just mm -hmm. so bad. But this, it's actually. It's got some, some like the first three tracks alone. I'm like, okay. Uh, even, even, uh, anesthet anest anesthetized, anesthetized, anesthetized. I am amazed. I like that song. So am I. So am I. It's How long is 20 it? Minutes. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. <laughs> Fuck. I didn't know it was that. That's 17. It's 17 minutes. It has Alex from Rush on it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. It really runs the gamut sure on. Does emotions and moods which is like more than i can say for a lot of the albums where they just kind of feel stuck in this one vibe yeah and like i was like holy shit like 
It has a lot. And, and I was not. Ex- I am amazed. I like that song. It, it really is. It really is amazing because I was when it first came on. I'm like, all right, this is proggy. It's got some solid solos. It's heavy. All right, I dig it. And then, then I checked how long I was. I like, no, no, no. I liked I, it. I, I want yeah. to do it to your song. No, no. And then it kept going. I was like, you know what? It's actually still pretty I thought good. I was, yeah, I thought I was going to get burnt out, yeah. but I never, I never did. I still think it's too long, but it's not like it just doesn't bother bother me the way plenty of other songs have bothered yeah. for, that, for that same reason. Uh, way out there, you got some soundscapes on there by Robert Frick. Good song. Good and song. I didn't know he was on it. Yeah, the last few minutes are really good. Yeah, um, yeah. great guitar. It's all over, it, and now I'm seeing why. Sleep tonight. Or you sleep together? Or sorry, together. I was like, do I like that? I think I like that song. It is, uh, and, yep. and that's that's the song where I finally come around on the electronics. Dude, the synths there are fantastic. They're yeah. the best, the best synth lines, I think, mm-hmm. in the entire career. They are they are actually unsettling. They are super evil. They're really sinister sounds like, oh wow, that's that's very like I didn't see where those synth lines were going at any point. Like yeah. I never would have guessed listening to you know all the millions of albums before this from these guys. Uh, nothing like that before. Nothing mm-hmm. that legitimately like horror movie. Like where mm-hmm. I was like, that's these are really inventive lines. Which is funny because the last one's supposed to be the horror movie, but I, yeah, it, that was <laughs> wimpy as shit. Uh, yeah, like at the end of at the end of it, it was like this. Is, I don't think it's spectacular, but holy shit, I'm not bored. And that's like if I'm ever stuck on a road trip with the Porcupine Tree fan, this is the one album you're allowed to listen to. <laughs> Everything else, you better keep the fuck off the radio, or we're gonna have issues. The like honestly, I think Sleep Together is 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 one of the best songs of theirs, not only in their entire career, but. Like, Within the the last five albums in a row, yeah, it's like oh, it's one of the best song out of all of those albums too. Nice. It's like it's that interesting to me, and uh, I can't. I don't. The only song I don't like is Sentimental, which just feels like an. Oh old, yeah, fuck that song. It just feels like My Ashes, but less interesting. It's more you know dramatic and generic stuff. And then they rehash Sentimental. Uh, Goddamn. Huh? No, and the next thing they they rehash oh. sentimental into a different song. Well, yeah, we gonna talk. We gonna talk there. But uh, yeah, like the the heaviness here it's not only more prominent and on more songs, but it's more settled in. Like mm-hmm. it feels more like th- he knows exactly what he's trying to do now, more so than trying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's just like the most. Uh, organic metal album that they've done up to this point. Yeah. Like this is this is not it's probably so, why I, yeah it, it feels the most genuine. Um it still has all the other the acoustic elements and the synth stuff and shitty singing. Yeah I don't hate his voice but I don't love it either. Uh but th- this feels like oh this is a heavy band. If you showed me just this I would assume this is what they always sound mm-hmm. like, sounded like. Whereas if you show me the like the last one I'd be thinking like is this what they do? Like I don't feel like it's not exactly what they do. But <clears throat> your best and personal favorite you don't seem very passionate. No. But it took if you had to pick one, which is what we do here, you this had to pick the one. one. This is the one. But we have two left. And the next one is the only EP we're covering. Uh this came out September of 2007. This is Nil Recurring.
This has got Robert Fripp playing lead guitar, which is insane to me. That is insane. I think this is a very cool song. This is a very cool song. Probably because it's Robert Fripp. Possibly. Possibly. I just like King Kerms. Also, there's no fucking singing on this song. No, there is not. This it's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the worst album cover. I like it. Yeah. Because I, I don't, because I don't understand it. It's just two kids. That's what I like about it. I hate it. It I looks. It. I, I imagine it as a hip hop album cover, like a like yeah, dark, yeah, yeah. dark hip hop. It's not my favorite, but uh, I don't this mind uh, it. cover for the new uh, Fanagram album. Oh yeah. <laughs> so hearing this song, you just think, oh, this is a prog metal band. It feels completely that. Still kind of generic and manufactured, but uh, it has more grit to it, though, compared to what we've been through. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Also, I just like the visual of like old man Robert Fripp yeah. playing these riffs. All right. So this is their shortest record. Obviously, it's an EP, but yeah. still, it's an EP that's thirty minutes. Best. Wow. Best. I that's the only song I like on here. I love every song, and I and I every genu- song. I genuinely like every song on here. Every, I think it's, holy shit! I think it's the only the only record that doesn't have any fat on it. It's the only record that's consistent. It's the only record that has a listenable length, even because it's an EP. It's because what I, what I like about this band is that they do a bunch of cool shit in between way too long, way too long of albums or way too long of songs. Mm-hmm. There's not so it, it's it's kind of like if you like the song, then you got nothing to worry about because this isn't going to go on that long. Yeah, I happen by chance. It feels like it feels like a complete accident that mm-hmm. I like all these songs because I, I was fully convinced like it's shorter, but it's going to be more of the shit I don't like. Just shorter. Mm-hmm. I just like like normal. Love that song. I, I love it. That's the reworking of sentimental. I like it a lot. I love I, what they do. I love I, how. They, by the end of it, it's fucking heavy as shit. The heavy parts do slap. Rad, dude. It's fucking rad. But the clean singing, I I got it over I, the acoustic guitar. It worked parts. for me, dude. It, it finally worked for me. And I fucking hate. I cheating yeah. the polygraph I rules too. I fucking love that song too. It's like again, again. I love I love their outros more than their songs. Like the herky jerky, like metal math. It's math the sugar parts. It's math and jazzy. End. Yeah. So the thing about that song. It, it's uh, it's basically jazz blended with with metal in a way that really reminds me of the band Atheist. Do you know them? No. They're like they were they're like thrash, but jazz thrash. It's a really they're a really interesting band. I really I really loved them when I was a teenager, and uh, way more hard to follow and complicated because it's it's so jazz influenced. But it is yeah. still thrash, which is a very weird combination. Good band. It really reminded me of that. And I do have a, an atheist bias, so I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, it reminds me of atheist. That's fucking. It's kind of cool. So, and plus the, with the same song, cheating the cheating the polygraph, I felt the buildup was supernatural. Like not like not like Santana. Not like man. It's a hot one. I will say it is. Like seven inches from the midday sun. 
You're my reason for reason. The step in my groove. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. That is going to be the intro clip <laughs> to <Okay>. the episode. <laughs> what I meant was it is very natural. Yes. That's supernatural. <laughs> natural. Like our Lord and Savior, <laughs> Carlos Santana. Featuring Rob Thomas. Featuring Rob Thomas. It, it is a I, very is a very believable, organic <laughs> buildup. So when it finally gets to that crazy jazzy part, it's a, it is the is a perfect culmination of it. I feel like it's a very, very I just, he's not even listening to me. Look at this. He's not even I'm listening sorry. to me right now. I'm sorry. He's just thinking about Satan. He's thinking about Satan. How could you do it? I'm sorry. We, I'm not, this is serious, Alex. Get with it. I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't bring my best today. <laughs> okay. So so after the third track, because there's only four tracks on here, each very lengthy, but you know, none of them past the 10 minute mark. Uh by the third track, I'm like, holy shit, this might be the, this is probably the best. I don't want this to be the best, but it, I feel like it. And by what happens now, I think it's the weakest track. But by the end, it, it ends with this really morbid heavy metal waltz. I'm like, yep, I'm into it. I'm surprised it took them that long to use like hand drums prominently. Like, oh, make, like, like bongos and stuff? Yeah, maybe they were like on other songs, but like they're used pretty heavily on that last. I'm surprised it took them that long to do that. It, that, that seems like a no brainer for. I know for this kind of you know um that's the yeah what happens now the closer it definitely feels more like something off the last few albums um uh, but the outro t- mm. t- did it for me um yeah it's like the prog stuff it felt like this is where they finally came together and none of the weird wimpy alternative stuff that i hated like there's still some here but i, I like the way it's done mm. it just it's again it's just a fucking perfect storm it just happened to be all the things i like about them in one record and it happens to be the shortest record would you say it's a reoccurring storm <laughs> <laughs> you mean recurring <laughs> Didn't so, uh, whatever missed opportunity it's okay yeah. it's okay you'll get it next time Get him Mr. Next. Rob Thomas. I'll get uh, him. I'll get him on the loose ends episode. Another funny thing about this record. Uh, my mom over overheard me listening to this. Yeah. She's like, oh, that's really good. What is that? Like, no. <laughs> I laughed and still like, you just shut the door. Dude. Well, she texts me like oh, later, yeah. later on. I was like, I hate the band, but I mean, like the things you heard, I, I like that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so I sent her the songs. Like, what do you do? Uh, yeah, I think I think it's the best. I think it is, it is. There's no there's no bullshit ten minute ambience. There's no yeah. There's no like over the top cringy alternative wacky waggedy shit. I don't know what else to call it. I I get where you're coming from. I just did not outside of that opening track. I dig it. I think uh, I'm gonna go back to this one. It feels it's just too concise. It is the only concise record they have. I think it's I think it's real strong, real strong. And to think that. We wouldn't have covered this unless Matt specifically said, oh, cover that EP. Yeah. And I would have had to find one I liked. I think you would have joined me with. uh, I might have joined you. I don't know if I, I, maybe I would have given Sky's Sky's Moving Out. Oh, yeah. Or Sky's Sky Move Sideways. Lots of crazy things going on here. Oh, yeah. But my best. But we still got one left. One left. And here here it is. We're finally at the end of our long, 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 long journey. This is. 2009's The Incident. This song is... Uh, uh, well, I like this song a lot. It's not bad. I'm glad you skipped the intro because it is a waste of an intro. Yes. This is the one album I need to skip the... <laughs> 
It slaps real hard, dude. I fucking love that riff. Um. Also misleading, cause if you understand, it's just tool. Like the the style of that clean guitar with the clean vocals. When you get, he starts singing about like free love for his sisters. I this fucking ruined. I mean free love. He this is like free love for my sisters. Oh my sister, sisters. Oh, I think mean like my my biological sister. I don't know. He might. He says something about like hormone. I don't know what the fuck this song is about. I'm sure someone knows. I can figure it out. Uh. Damn, it's a strong record. So this is a... Hold on. Oh, well, turn it down and then... You're going to find the spot? I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find, find this fucking... Okay, I found Got it. it. Go. Oh, that one. It's even worse. It's... Ruins it. Uh, I, you know, I get why it ruins it. It doesn't ruin it for me, but I get why it would ruin it. Also, least favorite. Really, really, I was so, I was so done. I found this. Holy, th- shit. the most boring. So this one is a a swing and a miss, in my opinion, because where this one hits, I think it is fucking awesome. I love parts of this. I do not. I absolutely love parts of this album. Drawing the line, I'm drawing in the line on what I'll fucking tolerate. <laughs> so, okay, so drawing the line, I I originally hated it, and I and I was like, I don't like it. The, There's fucking Coco Rosie children's toys dude, in it. The chorus is full-on pop but yeah. it's done in a way that they've never done before and i was refreshed by something it. new like i like it i like that chorus the verses are, sh- the, the chord the verses are really bad also i should say the first 55 minutes of this album is technically one song that was the original intent it's supposed to be one song, and they all flow together like yes. one song they're all separate into tracks uh thankfully but mm-hmm. it, it definitely comes across as one song there's, there's certain melodies and motifs that are revisited which i usually like in albums and i like how it's done here sometimes but there's so it's basically every other song that's i don't like so Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard title track that is my favorite fucking song i think it's one of their best songs there's some cool dark you're high dude that song is fucking awesome like if you like nine snails and you don't like that song you're lying because you have a bias because that song is fucking fantastic put on that song put on that song song. it never like it doesn't peak for me that song is Brutal, brutal, and fantastic. Oops. Whoop. Oops. Whoop. Uh. <laughs> there it is. Oh, god damn! I love this shit. See. Things like that make me think, like, what if he's better at trip-hop stuff? He is. He clearly is. This is... I like this song more than most of their songs. I'm going to let you you listen to his trip-hop band. And you uh, will, maybe, uh, not, maybe not today or yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, If you ever do, let me let me know. Yeah. Also, I think about his vocals here. He's not doing his usual whiny alternative style. He's just whispering. Exactly. This feels like a genuinely sinister track. I love it. I love it. Um, 
What else is going on here? There's some. There's some transitions. Oh, time, time flies. I want to fight him. Oh, that that's uh, that's a that's really the, bad. That's only that's the like I'm like I hate this, but when I have the like thought of like I want to fight you, it's really bad. That's a bad. It's 11 minutes of the like the worst things they do. You know what? Much. You know what did and it like stuck out to me like a fucking sore thumb. I'm not like actively like reading the lyrics with these songs. I'm listening to it and I'm minding my business and I just hear him go, "I was born in 67, Holy the year shit. of Sgt. Pepper's, oh, and right. are you experienced? I'm like, fuck you, fuck your shit, fucking, it's 2009, you piece of shit. <laughs> like, you you think like, fuck you, oh, dude. Shit. Uh, and that's coming from, we just talked about how good the Beatles are, but I wouldn't be like, uh, the way it was in 67, we same fucking cool. Oh, Jesus. Uh, time flies fucking garbage. Time flies is garbage. There's a bit of a problem uh, with the video. It should be back to normal now. Um, <clears throat> Circle of money, maninas? Uh, mani- manias. 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 Yeah. Uh, I'm just <laughs> making up words. I like it. I think it's chunky, sinister, and satisfying. Yeah, that's like, okay, I can tell you've been listening to Mushuga. Uh, so that's the thing. Songs like that, I think, are actually really strong. And then right after, you get "I Drive the Hearse." Which what is an awful the- way to close out your fifty-five-minute-long song. It it's insane. It's the wimpiest, lamest, and most uninteresting acoustic thing on the entire record. If you're gonna go out, go out with a bang. And that's it's just the thing. Bring back the porn guitar, <laughs> please. Something something that we have all well, very very accustomed to. That's. The end of 55 minutes, and it is not the end of the album. It is the end of the 55-minute first half, and then we can start the rest, which I think is more consistent. It's not the... I don't don't really like their ballads or, like, pleasant songs, but Flicker's not awful. It's not. It's not the most most eventful thing, but it's decent. Um, I feel the same way about Bind of the Cat. Bind of the Cat the best tool song they've ever oh. ever done that's the best tool song they've ever done and also it's so much more efficient at being like an epic song it's like oh here's this 55 minute thing and then here's a song that sounds like it should be a primus song title but oh yeah yeah it's very sim- similar to tommy the cat uh i mean i like the song overall i think it's a winner uh because yeah when it gets heavy it fucking it really nails it yeah um and that's the thing that I, the main takeaway from this, the, the whole album is the heavy stuff finally feels amazing. It finally mm-hmm. feels as big and powerful as I think it should have been from the fucking beginning. And it took a while to get there, but, and, and that's the thing, like it's still marred by all the wimpy, uh, boring shit in, in between. And there's so much of it. Too, like it, it ends it's with always too sleek. It ends yeah. with remember me lover, which is another, it's just Ugh. yeah, like it, the lyrics are the most offensive on here for sure. Really? Like I said, the whole being born in 76, the year Sgt. Pepper's fucking... It's... Yeah. Do you remember me, lover? 67, you mean? Or whatever. It would be a lot cooler if it was 69. Um, Do you remember... This... The... the, Was this free love to my sisters? I've lost track of what songs are... What? I mean, uh, The Blind House? The first one? Yeah. 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 These are the... By far, the stupidest... (laughs) Dumb ideas. There's some of the the acoustic... (laughs) The the acoustic the dumbest of dreams here. Oh right, the the some of the acoustic stuff that I thought 
works and it's usually when it's really short like great expectations is basically an intro to neil and disconnect great expectation is i think is like oh that's a cool melody it's like a very cool progression and then it, it goes into neil and disconnect which is a, a ridiculously gay ballad that i fucking hate mm-hmm. i hate it and that's basically the album it's it does this really fully formed chunky heavy satisfying interestingly written thing and then it follows it up immediately right after with something that i loathe mm-hmm. every song is like that it's basically one after the other it's just mm-hmm. everything alternates but and it does it for an hour and a half and like I, I mean how can you take that for an hour and a half i couldn't i know you can't that's why i gave you least favorite yeah <laughs> man if it was like if they played like shit i would have been able to do this bring it all together if they what if it like sounded and played like shit i would have been able to give it oh word. package yeah. right yeah because it it's still it still sounds very good. It's mm-hmm. very, it's the most, it's the best produced album, mm-hmm. like without a doubt. Uh, and man, parts of this, I think, oh, I get it. But other parts, I just fucking will never, I will never get it. <sighs> You're a fucking weird virgin if you like this band. That is not true. We have, <laughs> that's the thing. You can't say that because of how many people with really good taste like this band. Imagine like bringing a girl over and putting this on. Okay. First of all, <laughs> there's plenty of things like listen, that. Listen, name any band you like. Yeah, the same exact yeah, thing. All right, you same. can't do that. Yeah, I know, but yeah. still, you're, you're, I, no. I'll tell you right now, you're painting yourself into a corner with this one. I don't care. You're painting yourself into a corner. I don't fucking care. You can't say shit like that. You're just wrong. Just completely I don't care. wrong. I don't care. Fuck there this. we go. Fuck this band. <laughs> Alex is biased. Getting best of them. Shit. Alex is biased. Getting the best of them. Remember, we were paid for this. So yeah, you're wrong. Nah, you are. 100%. And that's, that's the end of the episode, everybody. First Holy episode of, like, run, drink this whole thing. Holy shit. Oh, man. Hold on. I need, I need like, a few seconds to just catch up. So, they went on a hiatus when, uh, I guess, Steve Wilson, it's just, like, he, like, moved on. His solo career is his his thing. And he, at one point, even saying if he did a Porcupine Tree album, it would be considered, like, his side thing yeah and um i'm pretty sure the only reason they're we're getting a new album i shouldn't say we because i don't give a shit but we alex their fans are getting a new album is uh because the pandemic because he can't be a maniac and go on tour so he this probably lived in the studio probably this abandoned his he's like oh fuck i have to deal with my family not if i record a new porcupine tree you album. don't know that i bet he has a fucking lovely family i bet he's way happier than you wish he was <laughs> but he's like really fulfilled and he does well no this guy's a, a maniac lover. he's never fulfilled i bet you're wrong i would I bet money you're work, wrong i can tell by his work ethic he's never fulfilled judging by the success in his fan base i bet he's doing real well i bet he's doing all right but one thing financially sure no i mean fucking spiritually no i bet and also one thing that is a guarantee is that this next album, the closure continuation, when it comes uh, out next next year, it is not going to be short. It is going to, it is, that is going to be big old album. It's worse now because they're streaming. He doesn't have to worry about vinyl and CD. He can. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The incident came out 2009. Yeah. He doesn't have to be concerned about these things. He can just be unfiltered. Although I did see his last solo album was like dancey, like disco electronic stuff. So I wonder if that's going to carry over. Let's hope so. 
Let's hope so. That's, that's what my, my biggest hope for is more, more electronic. Honestly, anything to get away from the alternative acoustic wimpy shit. But holy shit. No recurring is the number two EP of on oh, rate your music. Okay. That doesn't matter. Oh, rate, yeah, that's shit. where nerds go. Yeah. Rate your music. Uh, yeah. I'm not, not too fond of that. Uh, I so used much. to be real active on there. Then I switched over to discord or discogs. Sorry. Discogs. Uh, but that brings us to the end. Let's do a little recap, if you will. The sky moves sideways worse. <laughs> Fuck that <laughs> album. <laughs> um, best personal favorite, Fear of a Blank Planet. I guess. Let's fucking go. <laughs> um, and then least favorite, The Incident. Sky move sideways, personal favorite. Hey, yay, personal favorite. You know, everyone got their opinion of personal favorite. I think it's sad. It's got some, some got some fun stuff going on in there. Uh, stupid dream. Worst. Worst. Let's just not go into it any more than that. Uh, dead wing, least favorite. And it would be worst if there wasn't something I could understand about it. But I still personally hate every second of that album. And no recurring. The EP. That is the best. God damn it. I don't know why it's short and it gets, it gets it done. It gets it done, but God damn it. We are done. Matt, thank you for your money. And sorry if you're gone by thank now, you for your money. he might be done supporting us completely, but it's okay. It's okay. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's take your money. That's the thing. That is the only thing we can truly offer. Anybody is raw and un, unfiltered honesty. That is all we got. Yeah. I will never not be honest. I will never, ever not be honest with you people. All right. Yeah. Hate this fucking band, dude. Hate them. Love you, people. Hate this band. I'm going to sleep for 100 years after this. Uh, My November sucked. November <laughs> fucking sucked. Really? I'm not one of those new year, new me people. Fuck that shit. Like, nothing changes. Um, True. But fuck, fuck November 2021. Good riddance. RIP. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I didn't have I that fucking, bad of a... I fucking hated it. I didn't have that. I mean, I most of my months are... It's a blur of sadness and depression, but you know, what's the difference? This one more so than usual. For this me. one's a clear picture of depression. That's so much the, a blur. Yes. They, you could write a study about how fucking depressed and f- fucked up I was that month. And then you throw porcupine tree in on top of it. And what a perfect storm of shit. <laughs> oh, it's a two hour episode for something we did not enjoy at all. It's hilarious to me. <laughs> There's a million episodes with songs that are a million minutes long. I fucking knew. I knew we were going to two hours minimum. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not with this many albums. There's no way. No, no fucking there's way. There's no way. No way. So thank you all so much for listening and watching and supporting us. Uh, I didn't do very many plugs at the beginning. I probably didn't do any plugs at the beginning. No, fact, you didn't. I did we no just plugs. went... And I was for it because yeah, it's so long. Thinking that we'd like, oh, let's just get it done. It doesn't matter if we're still, still, still super long. Anyway, so if you want to support us, you all know. I mean, if you're watching this long, Jesus Christ, you already know. Leave comments, leave likes, subscribe. All that shit helps. Tell uh, your fucking friends. Tell your friends. I'm pretty like, man, really leave comments and, and like that stuff is apparently the only way to ever get noticed, which is like. I think it's pretty shitty, but that's the way the world works now if in the age of technology or something. Uh, follow me on all social media at Pounder Monkey. You can follow Alex on Instagram at Mother Puncher. Patreon, please. If you want to support us and get a suggest. T-shirt. There it is. There's a merch. Get a sticker. Get a stick. Actually, I got them on me on deck. Oh, me. shit. Oh, 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 bam. Sticker, bitch. Damn. Fucking. Oh, stick. 
This, the bird, the bird yeah. is also the bird. Uh, you can take those with you if you want. Uh, oh, nice. Get, I was, I was going to say, I'm going to buy one for my... Over your flask? No need, baby. You got them now. Or wait, can I wash... No, I'm going to think about where I put this. Well, pe- people usually put stickers on hydro flasks. I do. I'm just trying to think of how to wash it without wrecking the sticker. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, how do you wash your hydro flask without ruining <laughs> the stickers? Leave it in the comments. Let me know. Uh, yeah, so patreon.com slash every album ever. You can uh, most importantly suggest artists for us if you want us to actually cover them. Uh, I think people are getting pretty much getting the hint by now that like if you send a send a request, good luck. It'll be, We'll get to it someday. But Patreon comes first. Our sanity comes first. Short discographies, we throw them in there whenever we can just to, to help it out. But Patreon is where, where you go for that. Obviously, bonus episodes or like certain episodes, discounts off merge. You get to see our schedule in advance, yada, 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 which is all delightful and good and fun. So now that we are at the end of the episode, there's, Alex. There's only one song to play. There's only one song we kind of came together in yep. agreement. I already know. I already know what it is. What's it going to be? What's that going to be? That, my friend, it's going to be It Will Rain for a Million Years. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's uh, Sleep Together yes. from Fear of Planet yes. Planet. So thank you all so much for listening and watching. See ya. This means this is your way out. Do what's
Yeah.